Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Chatting with Chap. I'm your host, Ginger Wade, and you'll see I am live outside with the sunshine in my eyeballs. So I'm squinting, but at least you're able to see me, hopefully. <laughs> um, I have a few minutes here, so I'd like to get in my chat with you this morning. So that's why I'm outside, and I'm at my mom's, and they have chickens, and they, like, come around and get nosy. So hopefully that won't happen while I'm chatting with you. <laughs> we'll see what happens. This is going to be a fun adventure. So anyway, today we're going to talk about staying connected through the different seasons of your life. I had a friend reach out to me once recently and um, she's like, you know, how, how do you maintain friendships and relationships as your kids get older? I'm finding it's, it's different as my children get old, they become teenagers and have activities and stuff, things going on that it's um, harder to maintain those, those friendships and stuff like that. So that's, that's like the focus of what we're talking about today, going through those seasons and kind of talking about what it's like to stay connected. So my first question for you is like, would you describe your homeschool as an island or are you more like a neighborhood? Uh, do you have mom connections? Do you have friends that you can chew the fat with? You get together and you just talk and life through together? Um, have you found it challenging to maintain connection as your kids get older and through the differing seasons as you go along? Uh, we were built by God for a relationship. God put us in families first and foremost so that we would not be alone. So we gain our much needed support and opportunities for service when we're part of communities. Like, you know, church and again, co-ops, mom's groups, small groups, community groups, whatever. We're, we're built to be together and things like that. Um, strong family ties are the most important. I mean, those, that, that marriage relationship and those family relationships are, are right under your personal relationship with Christ. Those are the most important relationships in your life. But we're also designed um, to be in community. We're not designed to be islands. We're uh, made for community. And not only so that we can serve others, but so that we can be encouraged and give others opportunities to serve, right? So we work together um, with each other in these communities, in these community settings. So uh, for those of us who can't live unless we're connected, that would be me. <laughs> so how do you handle keeping connections in your changing seasons of life? Like if you're listening to this and you have a suggestion, something that you've done in your life to enable you to keep up those mom connections or those close relationships so that you can like, you know, keep focused, keep sanity, right? Uh, what are some of the things that you've done? Uh, feel free to share them in the comments. Um, but let's like go back through, right? Okay. So we get married, right? And, um, you know, that's an adjustment. You're adjusting to, to your husband and, and, but at that age, you can still like do things with your friends. Like you can still, you go out as couples, do double date or as groups or whatever. You're, you're still able to go out and do the thing and stay connected. So when that first baby comes, though, <laughs> oh, right, everything just totally changes because every couple has their own way of parenting and their own goals for how they want to do things. So now you're thinking about bedtimes and feeding times and being exhausted and 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 your body is like, blah. so, you know, how do you maintain those relationships when that first child comes? So you need time to uh, discover what your new normal is going to be. So don't feel like you got to rush back into the fray, you know, right after your first child is born, because honestly, you need time for those bonds, those young family bonds to form and to be strong. Um, 
yes, you're going to need support. You're going to need support from others, but don't expect it to look the same. Uh, and it's going to adjust and adjust, adjust as you and your friends add more children to their families, right? So you have time to discover that that new form, that new that new normal. So how are you going to function as a family? Um, what is it going to look like for you? How are you going to handle the bedtimes? Are you going to absolutely be home to go to bed, or are you just going to let the baby sleep in your arms, or you know all those questions? Um, so once we're on our feet again, we realize we want to be with others. Like so, we might be exhausted after after birth and adjusting to a new baby. And you're like, oh, I just can't go anywhere. But after a while, we're like, you know what? I I do. I, I want to be connected with people. So what do I do? This is a great season for moms groups. I, I was part of MOPS when my boys were little. Uh, we have a moms in prayer group at our church. And um, how I, I actually don't go to pray. I go to serve. I go to uh, watch kids. So young moms can <laughs> go and pray, get the prayer time that they need, the quiet time to think and focus. But So there's groups like that. You can, If nothing like that exists, maybe you can start one or if, or if you're an older mom, maybe you can offer to be the babysitting help for something like that so young moms can connect and pray and encourage each other. Um, obviously, there's play dates, you know, going to the park, uh, meetups, field trips, all that type of thing where you can take your babies, you can watch the littles, they can be with you, uh, you can still chat with your friends while you're doing these things and maintain um, good relationships with moms, adults to talk to, <laughs> and your children can, can grow relationships with each other too. So, you know, it, you can have your conversations with the occasional, I got to push the swing interruption, right? But you can still be making those connections um, with folks with little ones while you're at playgrounds and stuff like that. So we get into that groove, right? Okay, so now you add another child. You take a few weeks or months off to find your new groove, get your new normal, heal up, and you know those those intimate family relationships and then you reconnect with your friends hey you know it's warm again let's go to the park let's take all the kids right so you're just adding more children as you go along and this can go on for a bunch of years I mean even when you're homeschooling uh, when you're homeschooling little ones it, you don't get it doesn't get really serious until what third or fourth grade or so and and even then you can get your work done pretty quickly and still have time for a play date. So this, this type of lifestyle can actually be great for a very long time. So, uh, of course, everyone has their different homeschool schedule, so you still kind of have to work that out. People like to, you know, there's naps in the afternoon and maybe we do schoolwork in the morning, so you kind of have to figure out how it is that you're going to work that out. But you work through it and it's still very doable. Uh, so... Make it field trips, maybe, instead of trips to the to the park all the time. Or maybe start going to co-ops together, um, coming up with different learning experiences. But you can still stay connected with moms as your um, little ones are growing. So, that, and if you need a concentrated time, consider a Bible study. Maybe there's a Bible or, or something that you can do during church um, where there is childcare already provided where you can connect with moms or pray with moms. So... So that's as your ones are little. As you get children that grow older and get to be teens, uh, it gets a little different. Partly is because the homeschool load is a little heavier typically uh, while you still have little ones, but you have this older child or these older children and they have activities. They've got sports, they've got a uh, youth group, they have whatever else it is that's going on. Maybe they're taking classes outside the home. Um, but it just seems like 
staying connected gets harder because the schedule gets more intense. It's like, what do I, how do I work with this? What do I do with this? Um, you know, the homeschool is notching up a little bit. Um, maybe your responsibilities are growing. If, if your children aren't taking, oh, here's a chicken. If your children aren't taking classes outside, then you're responsible for all the grading and all the planning and all the things. And the, the classes are more um, intense. Wow, they're like all here. <laughs> I'm starting to be afraid. <laughs> anyway, um, the classes are starting to become more intense. So your homeschool responsibilities are greater, right? So like, what does that look like? Where did your connection time go? Well, um, it's easy to be intentional when, I'm gonna just hold my things in my lap so they don't start pecking at my hat. Um, when your kids are little, to um, come up with that intentional time with friends. So you have to plan time. When your kids get older, um, obviously your, your first priority is for them. Your husband, your home, and making sure that that is, is good. Those relationships are good. Uh, but, the playdates aren't working anymore because the kids are old enough to just drop off somewhere and you can go get some errands done, right? Or or everyone else's schedules are so busy that it doesn't fit for them to sit around at playdates like you used to and talk for three hours while the kids are playing. So what are the things you need to consider doing once your kids get to that age and that doesn't that doesn't work um, to be together all the time for playdates? So it might look like mom's nights out. Our co-op always does this. We have mom's night out every few months we get together and we can chat or take advantage of the women's retreats at church uh, or uh, I had a night once a week for years Tuesday night was my night I went out to the coffee house I did whatever I wanted it could have been reading magazines it could have been catching up on schoolwork it could have been inviting a friend to sit with me and talk with me for a long time just to catch up or it could have been a mentor situation where I was asking for some help but I had to schedule it in and it was, I mean, I was out the door. Like, it's like, okay, it's six o'clock, bye. And I didn't come until everybody was in bed. And I could just come home and get in bed, you know, do it on my own pace. And uh, sometimes that's, it takes that level of planning to make sure that that happens. Um, so you may need to consider that. As your kids are older, they're into other things. Maybe you're dropping them off at youth group and then you're going for away during youth group to meet with friends and then you come back to pick them up after youth group. I don't know. You have to figure out what it is that's going to work for your family, but it definitely involves being more intentional with, with planning your time. Um, so it's definitely something that you need to plan for. So don't just expect it to happen. It's not just going to happen because our lives, like the list is never ending. We're, my husband and I are leading a marriage class right now. And one of the families said, well, there's this never ending list and we can't ever get it done. And I'm like, well, you need to plan the priorities. The list will always be there. Always be there. The laundry will always be there. The dishes will always be there. But the relationships might not. So you have to make those a priority. Um, so as your children are changing, the demands are changing and uh, your needs are changing. You might find for a season that you really are okay just being at home and focusing on your kids and, and helping them to be built up in Christ and um, making sure that your relationship with your husband is good and you're doing date nights with him. And maybe maybe the, the friendships wane for a little while and you know what, that's okay. 
Um, I do think it's important to get back in there and build those relationships back up. And it, it might not be an every week thing or an every month thing. It might not be a Bible study, but it could be like I have a particular group of friends. We served uh, on the le leadership team of our co-op for years together and we still get together. We get together, you know, at Christmas or in the spring or, or whatever, uh, just to spend time together. It's like twice a year maybe and just talk and have a fun time and and maybe really that's that's just what we can do uh, but we are intentional in making it happen you know there's always someone who's like you know what we got to do this thing let's do it have it at my house or let's go to this place and um, it's not gonna happen magically so it is something you need to put a priority to if you want to do it um, just be open and pray to God about it. Maybe he's got some good ideas for you that's something new or out of the box or something you hadn't considered before. Um, and maybe he'll lead you into something different. Oh, they left me. I didn't have any food. So they, the chickens left me. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> so um, there are constant new normals in your life. So I know it feels like when you have new babies, it's like, okay, this is new normal, this new normal, new normal. Well, guess what? As your kids go through different stages in life, it's new normals, you know? When they get into high school, when they start a job, when they start driving, when they move out. I have, my oldest has moved out. There's, there are all these new normals to process and think about. It could be happy events. It could be, oh, that's a little sad kind of events kind of a thing. But it's all part of life. So give yourself time to process it. Give yourself time to think through it. And, you know, what are my needs during this time? Do I need to be setting up? I went through a bunch of years without doing a women's Bible study. And then a friend of mine got one started and said, you know what? I need to do this. I've got to go back into that women's group setting for Bible study. And, and I did it. And we did it for a long while. And then it was like, well, you know, this season's really intense for me. I need to back off. And so we have you know and it, so it just ebbs and flows so it doesn't have to be the same rigid thing all the time let your life ebb and flow because that's what life is right it's full of ebbs and flows so if you desire that mom connection plan time for it make it a priority schedule a night out schedule a weekend away a women's bible study get your people together um do do what you know you need to build that that community but as I mentioned my husband and I are teaching a marriage class make sure you're nurturing that that relationship too uh, that connection with your spouse is so important it's important for the two of you but it's important for your children it's important for society and it's actually important for your relationships with your friends and as you get together you can build each other up and encourage each other in their relationships with their spouses too uh, your relationship with your spouse is second only to your relationship with God. So just make sure you're putting time into that. I know today we're talking about keeping up our relationships with our friends and mom connection there through our homeschool years. But relationships take time. All of our relationships take time or they're going to suffer. So put the time into it. And I know we get so wrapped up with our academics and we get so wrapped up with making sure I volunteer here or volunteer there. But And you can build relationships through volunteering. Uh, but just make sure you're taking care of those really close relationships. Uh, you're, you're never going to regret that. Uh, it's, it's super important. So keep good balance is pretty much what I'm saying. Keep good balance. There's so many things, so many things to do, so many places to go, so many people to hang out with, right? It's really important to keep 
a solid balance uh, and seek God for that. What is the balance? What is the right thing for our family at this time? He's going to show you. He's not going to lead you astray. Uh, and you can trust in whatever season he's taking you into. He's going to, you, you can trust him to take you through it. So if you're praying over all those desires, that's good. Leaving it at the feet of Jesus, he's going to guide you into it. Maybe these opportunities are just going to open in front of you like, wow. Um, and that will be really great. So um, if you're looking for some connection or encouragement throughout the rest of the winter, there's the midwinter conference coming up. Uh, in a few weeks, I'm going to be speaking at it. Um, uh, Chap is partnering with Building Faith Families and Steve Demi, and we're going to have um, Steve and I will be speaking and seven other speakers, and it's all about encouragement. It's all about encouraging you to get through February. February is so hard sometimes, and uh, continue on um, to be um, encouraged and getting through the winter and into the spring when everything seems better. <laughs> And uh, so that's midwinter-conference.org. Uh, you can still sign up online. And if you decide last minute to come, you can come um, and uh, register at the door. So that's fine, too. Uh, teens are welcome, too. There is a teen track led by the Unbound Group, which is uh, super good, too. And uh, so that's a good opportunity for your teens. So we are encouraging it as a spouse thing. Bring your spouse. Spouses come free. Uh, so you can come together and be refreshed and renewed together and maybe it'll be a balm for your relationship, you know, or um, if your spouse is not able to come, you can come with friends and there'll be, this is an opportunity to build your relationship with your friends, right? There'll be lunch break and there'll be, you know, dinner time afterwards. So that'll be great opportunities for a weekend of encouragement and connection with your friends. So I encourage you moms out there to keep those connections going, work on those relationships you know, it's, it's our purpose for being here for, you know, we're glorifying God through our relationships. He wants us to be in connection with each other. So enjoy building those relationships as you're showing your children how to follow Christ in all of life. That's part of it. Relationship is part of it. So uh, if you have any suggestions, like I said, please comment below. Let us know if you have um, some good ideas for moms out there for things to do for connection. Any type of connection. It could be with moms. Could be with spouses, could be with kids. Share your suggestions. I would love to see them, and I'm sure the rest of our listeners would love to see it too. And I guess a listener doesn't see, right? A listener hears, but our viewers would love to see it too. Uh, but thank you for tuning in today. And next week, let's see what's going on next week. Today's the, okay, so the 13th. I think I want to talk about beauty next week. Uh, yeah, what the Bible says about that. I think that's an interesting topic too. It speaks a lot to my spirit anyway. So thanks for tuning in today. And uh, Rose Resource Room will be coming up on Thursday, so don't miss it. And we'll see you later. Have a great day and enjoy the sun. If it's sunny where you are, enjoy it. All right, bye now.